you have enough passive losses that you've turned to active losses, you can end up offsetting 100% of your earned income, putting you in a place where you can be tax-free. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Actively Passive Show. I'm your host, Travis Watts. And if you didn't tune in to the last episode last week, we are in the midst of doing a three-part mini-series. This is something that Theo and I did back in 2020 when we did how to vet a deal, how to vet a market, how to vet an operator. What I'm doing now with the show is a quick three-part mini-series on some guests that I had. If you're not familiar, I host Masters of Multifamily, which is a multifamily webinar series that's a monthly episode. And there's three guests in particular that I really wanted to share with you guys because I feel like they bring a lot of insight and expertise to the topics on our show here, the Actively Passive Show. So last week was Jeremy Roll. He's a full-time passive investor like myself. We talked about multifamily, why we've been investors in this asset class and where we kind of see that heading towards the future. It was mostly Jeremy's input. I was just kind of there as a facilitator. This episode is with my dear friend, Carlton Dennis. And what we're talking about are taxes, basically. And what we're talking about is finding someone who doesn't just specialize in what it is you do, but someone who can help you proactively plan. I've probably said on the show a dozen times, but years ago, I read a book called Tax-Free Wealth by Tom Wheelwright. And that book was all about different tax strategies and how the tax code works and a lot about real estate. And that book single-handedly has saved me tens of thousands of dollars, probably hundreds of thousands, but equally so finding CPAs, again, that specialize in what you do. I had a specialty CPA firm back when, when I worked in the oil industry. I've got one now that specializes in small business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. And I just can't stress how important it is. So again, I'm extracting some highlights from my episode with Carlton Dennis, and it's not going to be a full run of the episode. I want to keep some of that exclusive to Masters of Multifamily, but I wanted to extract what's most relevant to you here at Best Ever and with the Actively Passive Show. So I hope you guys enjoy. As always, like, comment, subscribe, send me a message if you like this stuff, or if you think I should make any kind of tweaks to this, my email is travis at ashcroftcapital.com. Quick disclaimer that these guests that you're going to hear from, myself, Theo, anybody here on this show, we are not telling you what to do. We are not financial planners. We are not tax advisors, though Carlton Dennis himself is a tax advisor in this case. But please always seek licensed advice before making any investment decisions. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. Met Carlton at Best Ever Conference 2021. I think we were speaking back-to-back slots, if I remember right. We've had a few conversations since, and I thought, oh my God, this is a guy with a lot of content, a lot of knowledge. And I started tuning into some of your social media channels. I thought, I got to have you on the show if we're ever going to kick the series off. Carlton, if you could just give the listeners just kind of a quick snapshot of who you are, what you do, and why multifamily real estate is awesome. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you for having me here, Travis. The viewers who are watching, I am a tax strategist, probably different than what you're familiar with. Most 
taxpayers are used to going into their tax provider's office during the months of January through April. But as a tax strategist, I'm actually working all year round because I primarily service a lot of real estate investors and a lot of business owners, and they're making financial decisions 365 days out of the year. So I'm a big real estate investor myself. I got into multifamily at a young age. I was blessed enough to have a mother who understood Robert Kiyosaki's quadrants, and she became a tax accountant herself. And so the, all of that rubbed off on me. So I'm working as an enrolled agent and helping out real estate investors reduce their tax bill. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. You probably hear it all the time, as do I, but so many people enter this space because of the Rich Dad Company and Kiyosaki's work. So very cool. I love this teaching. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just go ahead and dive in and get started. I'm speaking to investors daily, every week, every month, year round. A lot of people have been educated in the stock market to an extent, right? So they understand their 401ks and their IRAs and they understand investing in stocks for the most part. But talk to us about the tax differences or the tax implications rather of investing in stocks or maybe being paid in interest and things like that versus investing in multifamily real estate. Kind of what that looks like from a high level. Yeah. Well, first off, from a high level, I think most people start off investing in stocks in some capacity because you typically go into a W-2 job where they have a 401k plan and you start to learn about stocks. And that's pretty much where you first get your feet wet. And then maybe you'll grow up and start opening up your own brokerage account on one of these apps such as TD Ameritrade. And that's when you start to get your feet wet. But when you start to bring in the tax conversation, you have to look at the differences between stocks and real estate. When you're investing in stocks, yes, you are getting the favorable long-term capital gains if you're patient enough to hold on to the stocks for longer than 365 days. But what you're not getting on the back end is you're not getting depreciation. So those who have sacrificed and placed their money and parked it into real estate, yes, they are getting the appreciation just like stock investors are. But on the back end is when they decide to sell their real estate They can 1031 exchange when they're earning passive income, they're leveraging depreciation to offset the taxes. So they are kind of getting a bit more tax advantages than those that are in the stock market. 
So let's dig into that a little bit more because I know a lot of people even ask me, and I'm not a licensed tax professional, about depreciation and, and cost segregation. These are two terms thrown around. I would argue they're not widely understood by most passive investors. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yes. Well, first off, understanding depreciation is the most important thing if you're trying to save money and get to a place of financial freedom in real estate, because depreciation is the king of all deductions. If you search through the tax codes, you'll come to find that depreciation has to be the strongest vehicle that the IRS gives you for offsetting your income. But how it works is, is when you decide to place your property into business purpose, which means someone has signed over a lease and they said that they want to rent from you, you now are a business owner. However, you have placed your income into a property that is passive. So the government is going to give you an incentive for the building that you have purchased. And that incentive is called depreciation. The building, if it's residential, is depreciated over the course of 27 and a half years. And if it's a commercial building in commercial use, the building is depreciated over 39 years. Now, 27 and a half years and 39 years sounds like a really long time. And if you're a savvy real estate investor, you may partner with a tax strategist to perform a cost segregation study on your investment property. A cost segregation study is where you're performing a allocation of the building and segregating different components into different depreciable lives. The government has given us a five-year, seven-year, 10, and 15-year depreciable buckets. And if you perform a cost segregation study, you can allocate the building's use life into different depreciable buckets, causing a bigger loss on the tax return, saving the taxpayer dollars. Thank you so much for clarifying that. And a little bit on this bonus depreciation. Can you just kind of highlight that a bit? Yes, bonus depreciation. So bonus depreciation was perfected year after year. I would say Donald Trump was the last person to put his final touches on it. And a part of his Tax Cuts Jobs Act, he stated that if you place any item into business service that has useful life of 20 years or less, you can write off that item in one year as opposed to depreciating that item. So let me give you an example, Travis. If I decide to go buy a new washer, a new dryer, a new stove or countertop for my apartment or for my rental property, I can now depreciate that item in one year by leveraging bonus depreciation as opposed to having to write off that purchase price over the course of five or seven years. So in return, I might be able to get a bigger depreciation write-off, use that additional tax savings to get myself into an investment property sooner. Well, I appreciate that very much. So let's move into this next topic because I get asked about this all the time with kind of the same disclaimers <laughs> that I have to throw up, which is these passive losses that we're all receiving as passive investors in these apartment syndications. So talk to us a little bit about being a real estate professional, what that means, how do you qualify, what are the benefits to being a real estate professional? Absolutely. And first off, I love the real estate professional status because it's one of the ways in which a lot of my real estate investors have gotten to a place of being completely tax free. However, when you think about real estate professionals, sometimes you might immediately think, well, does that mean I need to have a real estate agent's license? And actually it does not. There are qualifications that you need to execute in order to have a status, a checkbox that you mark on your tax return that allows for you to turn your passive losses into active losses. And when you think about it, if you have active losses now, 
Active losses can offset active income, such as W-2 income, Bitcoin income, or stock income. And if you have enough passive losses that you've turned to active losses, you can end up offsetting 100% of your earned income, putting you in a place where you could be tax-free. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to start your own syndication business, or maybe you've tried, but you've been unable to get your first apartment deal? Well, it's hard. I know firsthand getting started in syndication is not easy. So have you considered working with a mentor? Imagine working one-on-one with a full-time syndicator who can help you do your first apartment building deal faster, help you avoid big mistakes mistakes and scale your portfolio. If you feel like I'm speaking to you right now, then I want you to check out the mentoring program from my friend, Michael Blanc, who specializes in helping people get started with apartment buildings. I've known Michael for many years now, and he genuinely wants to help people become financially free. He developed a proven system and has helped hundreds of people do their first apartment building deal. I know he can help you as well. To find out more, text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 668 Six six. I know Michael's going to take care of you. Go ahead and text the word Joe, J-O-E, to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own apartment syndication business. Here's a problem you're probably not solving for right now. Have you ever had a tenant squat inside your rental and refuse to pay rent? Or are you worried about renting to a serial rent dodger? You've probably used a credit report for tenant screening before, but what if I told you you're missing out on info you need to properly verify prospective tenants? That's a problem, and the solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a summary of a prospective tenant's financial information using bank-verified transactional data you can't get from a credit check. This includes monthly income, payroll, past rent payments, and identity verification. Rentify's reports also highlight non-sufficient funds, overdraft history, and missed rent payments. It's all available at www.trustrentify.com. The best part is Rentify's financial reports instantly verify the full financial picture of a tenant within minutes, so you will no longer have to waste hours or even days verifying their information manually. And you can eliminate the risk of being duped by fraudulent documents and losing thousands of dollars, getting unreliable tenants evicted. Visit TrustRentify.com and use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first report package. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Put in the promo code FAIRLESS, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first report package. I see this a lot, too, in married couples. Maybe a spouse isn't working, but they work on the real estate portfolio actively where the other has a high W-2. So that seems to be a pretty common way that people qualify, and that can be a huge benefit. Would you agree? Yes. So when it comes to qualifying for the real estate professional status, one of the easiest methods that we've seen is having one spouse who is currently not working to be the real estate professional. And part of the reason why is because of the time needed to be spent in real estate. When you try to quantify 750 hours throughout a 365 day period, it comes out to about 13 hours a week. So if we need someone spending 13 hours a week in real estate, but you're working a 40 hour job, then it's going to be really hard to justify you being a real estate professional and spending a majority of your time in real estate. 
So if you happen to have a spouse who may be working part-time or taking care of the children who could qualify as a real estate professional, this is a route in which it makes it easier for both the taxpayers who file a joint return. When it comes to being a real estate professional, there are two tests that you need to pass. The first test that you need to pass is the 750-hour test, and here's the reason why. The IRS has deemed 750 hours to be the allotted amount of time to be considered a real estate professional. So the person who is spending time actively managing that real estate property needs to be conducting real estate tasks for 750 hours out of the year. The second item that we need to make sure that we're executing is that we are spending more time in that rental property than any other person. If we can justify these two different tests, then we can qualify as a real estate professional, activating our passive losses into active losses. Makes a lot of sense. All right. So let's talk about the famous 1031 exchange, major benefit, widely used strategy for real estate investors. I believe, don't quote me, but it's been in place in the tax code since the twenties or something. And now we've got the Biden administration talking about, is this going to get removed or changed or altered? Don't know what's going on, but talk to us a little bit about what a 1031 is, how it works, what the benefits are. And if you want (laughs) into the Biden stuff. Yeah, of course. Well, when it comes to the 1031 exchange, first thing you have to understand is that it's a tax code, IRC 1031. And this tax code was created as an incentive for rental real estate investors to get into more real estate. As you know, anytime you sell a property, you are going to experience capital gains. And for many real estate investors, they have rental real estate. So they're claiming depreciation. And anytime you sell an investment property, you have to recapture depreciation, which is taxed at unfavorable tax rates. So in order to avoid having a huge capital gain where you're subject to the long-term capital gains plus the unfavorable tax rates of depreciation recapture, you can choose to elect to do an IRC 1031 exchange where you've identified a property of equal or greater value to the current property you're looking to sell within a 45-day period, and then you close on that transaction in a 180-day period. What this allows for my clients to do or taxpayers to do is allows for you to sell the asset that you were trying to sell, get into a new asset that's going to give you more cash flow without causing a taxable event. And in return, you now have depreciation that you get to take on that new investment property to offset this new cash flow. All right. So with the Biden administration, what's being talked about and what impact could that potentially have? So as you guys know, Biden is directly trying to target business owners and investors because he's trying to collect more tax dollars. Now, one of the items that he has proposed is a exclusion tax, which means that if you have a 1031 exchange that you perform that ends up resulting in less than half a million in gain, then you're excluded from his capital gains tax. However, if you perform a 1031 exchange like we've discussed, and you have a gain that you're rolling over into your new property in excess of half a million, there is going to be his unfavorable capital gains tax rate that you could experience. Now, all of this is a proposal. But what savvy real estate investors are doing is they're connecting with tax strategists to figure out what things that they should be putting in place right now or what things that they should be considering right now. Because the 1031 is a great strategy to avoid capital gains tax. However, now Biden is coming in the way of investors being able to utilize that 1031 exchange strategy. Certainly an impactful and major change should that occur, but we'll tune in 
and see what happens. You can visit Carlton at carladennis.com. Thank you so much, Travis. Well, there you have it, folks. Carlton Dennis, I hope you found a lot of value out of that episode. As always, feel free to share your comments, like, subscribe to the show here, the Actively Passive Show. Thank you so much for being part of the best ever community, showing your support every week here. We've got one episode left of the three-part mini-series here on the Actively Passive Show. That'll be next week, and we'll see you then. Have a best ever week, everyone.